Welcome to episode 12 of St. Vrain Valley School District's ELA Cast. I'm Zach Chase. Today, Karen Smith and I sat down to discuss some possible prompts and tactics to reduce stress in your home to the question of, what am I supposed to be doing right now? Karen Smith. Zach Chase. Let's talk. Let's talk. All right. The, t- today's episode comes from um, a meme on Facebook where the girl is sitting, this girl is sitting in front of her laptop. Um, the teacher is saying, any questions? Who has any questions? None? No questions? All right. And then the last panel, mom, I don't know how to do this. It struck a chord with me. And then I talked to you about it and it struck a chord with you as it well. It struck a chord with me for sure. So today we're going to talk about in ELA, um, mm-hmm. uh, online instruction, hybrid or, or full online. Um, we're going to talk about some ideas for helping families help their kids in the listening and speaking pieces yeah. and advocating. Because this is a key part of ELA is learning how to communicate. That's right. Not just writing and reading, but just listen and speak. So where would you start? What are some quick things that you think parents can do to help their kids? Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I was thinking about this question, Zach, I, I kind of compartmentalized it into two separate buckets, if you will. Um, how do I know my child is actually listening to the teacher during that WebEx meeting? Because in a classroom situation, that is uh, a little bit easier to identify. Sure. With kids. A, kid's, a kid can look and talk to a partner. Can, yep. you know, yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, when it's online, it's a little bit different. And so we want to definitely avoid the question, are you listening to your teacher right Not now? Not helpful. Because nope. the answer is going to be... Yes. Yes. Yep. Or uh, can also be the proper response. So what do we do? That's right. So what we want to do is um, really tap into uh, what can we be doing to um, show that we are actively listening to a teacher on a WebEx uh, meeting. So some things that I um, like to see happening are kids actually drawing what the teacher is saying because they are owning those ideas mm-hmm. and they are assimilating those ideas um, into into their brain and making meaning of it as they're listening. So, we did this with my fifth grader. Yep. There was a read aloud. Uh, we were wrapping up Spade Foot Toads, which we talked about in the last episode, but we're going to move on to a new book for the next mm-hmm. one. So hold on to your hats. And I said, all right, after we get done with a couple of pages, I want you to draw what you think was most important and then draw what you think was most important. And, 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 and she thought it was onerous because she just wanted to sit there, right? Because she just wanted to let the information wash over her and, and it didn't work very well. And then when we got done and she had drawn the pictures, I said, now tell me what happened in the chapter. And she was able to, to give me those big events that she highlighted. And where she just drew stick figures, she didn't know. Right, and so we had to go back and say, what happened here that was important? Yeah. All right, so drawing. Drawing, what yep. else? Um, the other uh, activity or task that um, my son is exploring right now is this concept of sketchnoting. Okay. So sketchnoting really pulls in the drawing aspect, but it also pulls in writing important words down to convey the ideas even further. And again, we're looking at ownership of ideas. We're looking at owning the thinking mm-hmm. and owning the listening. So, you know, they, they can be drawing or they can be just jotting down words or it can be a combination of both because that what that would show us is that uh, by engaging in those two practices, they're really 
pulling the ideas and making meaning of the ideas in their own way. So if I'm a, if I'm a family member and a grown-up of a child who's at home, asynchronous or online learning, and I want to make sure my kids have some structures for listening to the content that's happening and, and making sure they're engaging, it sounds like we're saying um, just draw, draw the big ideas, draw the main things you're hearing. Yep. Um, sketch noting, they may not know that word. Yep. And so just saying draw and add words that you think are important. It's like doodling. Yep. Yep. But doodling, engaged doodling. Engaged doodling. And then like the that. other side of that is what are the important words you hear? Let's jot those down. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's part one. That's the listening. Yep. That's the listening compartment. Now let's pretend, as a hypothetical, mm-hmm. that that happens and a kid still gets done and says, I have no idea what I'm supposed to do. Yep. Right? Happens in my house frequently. Yep. So. Happens to me. Yeah. So here's what I would say. Um, say to your student, your child, this is what we do. What do you think you're supposed to do? And then depending on frustration level, if it's a really high frustration level, I say, you tell me what you think you're supposed to do and I will write it down. Mm-hmm. If the frustration is lower, I have them write it down. Mm-hmm. And then I say, what questions do you have based on what we wrote down? Mm-hmm. How, how, you know, and that is helpful. Mm-hmm. And then if we are still blank or we mm-hmm. are at an I do not know, here's the key. I have let go of it. Mm-hmm. And I have said, your teacher said in our back to school meeting that they had office hours and you should reach out. If you want to talk to them one-on-one. And we have done that. And that was for real. That was true. And so, um, I, via Seesaw, via Schoology, um, both of my kids have reached out to their teachers. Or just jumped into the WebEx meeting yep. again and said, yep. hey, can I meet with you? And then they take those questions. For older kids, you can send an email. Yep. Um, and say, here's what I think I'm supposed to do, right? That summary, send that to the teacher and say, did I get it right? Yep. That would be where I would say the speaking side comes That's in. right. That's right. Because we need to be teaching kids um, how to speak and communicate in a world that uh, doesn't allow for authentic, you know, I need help, Mr. Mm-hmm. Chase, right? In the classroom, mm-hmm. they can do that. So how do we promote speaking skills in uh, either a hybrid or a remote way? And something that I'm hanging on to that you said, you said, at some point, I have to let go and say, let's reach out to your teacher. And I think that's instrumental because by saying I'm going to let go of this prevents a lot of frustration at home by saying, you know, because it can it can get into a very frustrating conversation for the parent and the child. What do you mean you don't know what to do? I don't know. I didn't hear the instructions. Why weren't you? You know, it, we can see how the, where this would go. Mm-hmm. But by basically saying, okay, I'm going to step back because there's an opportunity to exert your voice mm-hmm. with your teacher to reach out and self-advocate uh, is instrumental in making this happen. And I want to say this for any of the grown-ups who are listening. That is also wonderful information for your child's teacher because otherwise... It is silence. That's right. So they have given an assignment, and then they wait until it's due, and then the assignment does not come back, and they had no idea that anybody had any problems. That's right. So by saying, let's reach out, 
you have created some sort of communication there so mm -hmm. that the teacher knows when to step in. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I want to add one little caveat there. Depending on frustration level, I say to, the, to my kids, do you want me to reach out for you or do you mm -hmm. want to reach out for yourself? Because there is a shyness there. Yeah. Um, and one of the things I've realized by watching my kids is in a whole group of kids, you in a classroom, you can turn to your neighbor and say, wait, what did, what did they say to do? And, and nobody knows. In a, in a WebEx, it feels much, much bigger because even though you may only have 10 other kids on the line, saying it in front of everybody could feel like you're saying it in front of 100 people. That's right. So saying, let's have this small conversation and then reach out directly to the teacher pulls some of that fear out of it, especially mm -hmm. for kids who are shy or, yeah. or, or have a fear of speaking in front of other folks. All right. And something else, one last thing that I want yeah. to add to that is um, just be mindful of like, let's, how do we create safety in reaching out to the, to the child's teacher to say, you know, Zach missed this part of the lesson because oftentimes kids are still going to have that fear that like, oh my gosh, I'm in trouble. Mm -hmm. We have to have a meeting with my teacher. Mm -hmm. So how do we create safety in that process? Because we know our St. Brain teaching community is absolutely open and welcoming of that uh, on their end. And it's just being mindful of how we create safety around that at home. Because your kid has a story in their head about what this is supposed to do and what, how they are supposed to act. Mm -hmm. And we have to help them make sure that's an accurate story. That's right. All right. Well, okay. thanks so much. Thanks, Zach. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. As always, if you have a question you'd like us to tackle to support your support of your students' online learning or hybrid learning, please go ahead and tweet us at SVVSDLA, or you can email chase underscore Zachary at svvsd.org.